the town crier, the podcast we want to do. And then he goes out in the streets and just tells people the jokes we make about pedophilic serial killers. The town crier? The dude yeah. with the bell? Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. On August the 2nd, Ryan and Zach here die declare pedophilia is funny. <laughs> Please stand by for the following jokes. <laughs> See, that's where, this is where the Salem witch hunt started, man. Because this motherfucker coming yeah. around yeah. saying that we think right. pedophilia is funny. I don't think it's funny. No, no but that's like, that's like the telephone game where you're telling him these jokes about the serial killer and shit. And then he gets out there and he's just like, they think it's funny. <laughs> so he's so this guy's walking down the street. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Yes. <laughs> we got Zach and Ryan talking about the sexual truffle. They think it's funny when people die <laughs> and women cry. <laughs> Donald Trump. Hear ye, hear ye. Donald Trump. As the hear town he, he, he. Believe me, I've known many <laughs> pedophiles. Jeffrey listen, Epstein. Listen, please. I explain. Please. As your town crier, understand, I've never seen two funnier people talk about fucking children. Okay, I've never <laughs> been more of a fan. Than these two people. <laughs> I just want to let you know we are rolling. Yeah, I figured. If you, yeah, okay. That's what I do. Um, uh, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me five times, you're not gonna fool me again. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do fool me again, shame on both of us. Let me go get some throw pillows. We'll sit down, hang out, do some lines of cut. Right. I like where this George is going. Bush. George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you. I thought that's the reference was. Yeah, that, that was, but maybe not the coke part. I am excited. Okay, this mm. is a political side. I am excited by Joe Biden because he reminds me of another version of George Bush, just the way he talks, but with dementia. I think that's where the line's going to be. Is you got yeah George Bush, but maybe now I don't quite remember what's going on. <laughs> fool me once shame on you fool me twice who stopped who's talking <laughs> it's so dumb man i love it though so as always i'm ryan lafever and that's zach bend over and touch your toes kill one and this is Ruckery and for a murder <laughs> I like that one. That's good because good name. I spend so much time. I bet you do. Figuring out aliases for you. I appreciate that. I hope you do. Last thing we want is that town crier to figure out my name and where I live. He's he's insane. He knows. Better not. He's. (laughs) He came up to me one time. He's like, "Listen, scratching his neck. He's a cricket." I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> Just tell me his name. And I was like, "Listen, yeah, so I'll I'll tell you." I gotta find. I gotta spread those rumors about him. Well, he he doesn't really think circling's funny. He just makes joke and show. I gotta tell right. people he likes yeah. it. And I'm talking. Meanwhile, he's just. <laughs> and the great thing about crackhead is they don't have many teeth. Oh, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Brain tree, Massachusetts. After a recent break-in, a concerned father did what most fathers would do. He bought a fucking gun. Shotgun daddy wanted to do everything he could do to protect his wife, his son, and his daughter. After an argument between shotgun daddy and his daughter Amy, which I believe is either about a boy or because Amy wanted to go by shotgun Amy. But Shotgun Daddy would have nothing to do of the sort. Maybe saying, You're a lady. Ladies don't use shotguns. Not my personal opinion. You be you. Flex those muscles, girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Amy being 20 to 21. On December 26, 1986, freeze frame. I'm doing it again, Zach. Oh, no. Another. Yeah, that's right. We're going into Satan math. What's the things that help you study? Asians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking uh, a tutor. Oh, oh yeah. Satan. Okay. Satan tutor. Yeah. But we're going into a Satan math problem. That's right. Satan math problem. Satan! Six, six, six. Mark of the Beast. Three plus three. So uh, write this down if you want to follow along. So 12, 26, 1986, we'll snag up the sixes, put them in a bag, save them for later. So we start with 66, two-thirds there. That leaves us with 12 times the two minus the one minus the nine minus the eight equals six. That's right, six, 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 Mark of the Beast, Uh, Satan! This has been your Antichrist Hour. Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) Again, I think we have enough proof here. I'm not saying it was Satan, but it was Satan. It was Satan. You can't prove it wasn't. Right. At least, at the very least, it was the day of Satan. So it's December 26, 1986. Amy recently got in an argument with Daddy's shotgun. She stormed off to her room. Instead of hitting play on the cassette and vibing to Didn't I Blow Your Mind by New Kids on the Block. And I feel like you're probably too young to know who that is, Zach. Yeah, by like a decade or so. Okay, well, she decided to learn how to load the shotgun. So there she is. Amy sitting in her room, teaching herself how to load a shotgun. Now, while... I am all for gun safety, gun knowledge. I think it's just best that you do know these things. But if you're teaching yourself, probably not going to lead to good things. So while she was trying to unload it, she accidentally fired and blasted a hole in her fucking wall. (laughs) Where did that go? I mean, it it was, I I don't know if she was bottom floor or up floor, but she blasted a hole in the wall. Knock down some of her Furbies or some shit. Sure. I don't know. No, it's the 80s. Uh, Teddy Rubskin. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, cabbage Patch doll. Uh, the neon headbands with the with the sweat guards to march. <laughs> you got a you got a you got a you got a finger at the troll. So she blasted a hole in the wall. Okay. She went downstairs to the kitchen to ask her 18 year old brother for help. Guess what happened? Did Bang! No. Oh, fuck yeah. No. Hey, brother, will you help me? <laughs> yeah, another blast from the shotgun. Got a taste for it. Q, another famous New Kids on the Block song. Didn't I blow your chest? Didn't I blow your chest open, baby brother? Damn it. <laughs> I have no idea. I guess it is the 80s. That's why I went with New so, Kids on the Block here. She blows a hole in her wall. Yeah. Goes downstairs. Yeah. With the intention to ask her brother for help. Did yeah. she accidentally shoot him at that point? Or did she start asking him for help and go, "What? you know what? I'm in too deep. I'm going to go all the way. Well, it's a shotgun. It's a Mossberg, Mossberg 500, if I remember right. Mm. It's a pump action shotgun. Right. So she fires a hole in the wall. Right. What does she have to do to get another shell oh. in the chamber? Right. <laughs> All right, sure. Accident. I don't know. Accidentally walked down there, <laughs> chambered another round, shot him in the chest. Yeah, she walked. She's walking down, bro. I just fired another. I just fired around on the wall. Will you help me unload this? Well, how'd you how'd you do that? <laughs> 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 He's got a fucking hole in his chest. God damn it. So. 
Amy. She is definitely now shocking Amy. Blast a brother with a shotgun, then blast another shell off before filling the scene. She had to she had to charge that bitch again. Just just stroking it. Running off to a local car dealership, shocking Amy pointed the shotgun at the employees, employees demanding a getaway car, telling them, "My husband's after me. I need to get out of here." She sounded a little German. That was a little bit German. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a Naziist German almost. I need to get the wet car, yeah. <laughs> so, it didn't take long for the police to arrive, who are now staring down Shotgun Amy's barrel. But the police were able to persuade her to put down the shotgun. After the arrest, Judy Bishop, her mom, gave a, state, gave a statement and declared it was all an accident, as did Amy. After only being held for a couple hours after the shooting, Police Chief John Polio called off the investigators and released Amy to her parents. Case fucking closed. <laughs> okay. So. Shoots a hole in the wall. Right. Yep. I get that. I get that. Accident. Goes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Accidentally chambers another round and shoots a brother. Then accidentally goes down the street and accidentally points it at employees and accidentally demands a getaway car. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see why this is wrapped up. Oh, I mean, it's I already told you why. It's a big misunderstanding. I told you. A couple minutes in, why this what? case was closed? Did you with the Satan's math oh, problem? This okay. is the day of the Satan. Right. This is the will right. of the of Satan. Right. right. Of course. The Dark Lord willed it. He's and not going to let it go down. As we all know, no officer can withstand the Dark Lord. That's true, especially when he's pegging you in the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> picture. I don't want to picture a goat. <laughs> Fucking being okay. tall, dark, sure, thunder, Eighth lightning, yeah, and yeah. he's just, just fucking a police officer in the <laughs> fucking ass, <laughs> and just okay. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah. On the record for murder. Subscribe button. You can find that. In the- <laughs> I guess since this one went so quick, I'll just keep rolling so you can listen to me and Zach breathe. If you'd like to take the money back that you gave us on Patreon, please email me. <laughs> so let's let's keep going. Step by step. Ooh, baby, baby. Another new kids on the block classic. Amy. She's taking things step by step. Mm, one day at a time. <laughs> Despite the accidental murder of her brother, Amy is moving on with her life. Amy graduated college. Good for her. Yeah. With a biology degree. Ooh. Well, good good. degree? Hmm? Pedigree. Degree. 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 Yeah. I swapped yeah. the G's and the D's on that. Yeah, it happens. They're the best of Give us. me the G and then give me the D. <laughs> <laughs> she even found love marrying John Anderson, a fellow bio nerd. And in 1993, Amy earned her doctorate in genetics from Harvard. I mean, if you told me, Zach, if you told me Shotgun Amy would become a geneticist, I would have said, no fucking way. It's not in her fucking genes, man. (laughs) Get it? Because genes, it's like her pants, but genes, like genetics. Get it? Do you get it, though? Yeah. Do you get it? I I got it. Oh, we're funny. All right. So you get it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of the joke. That's the only joke I'm going to do today. God. That's the only joke I'm going to do of the I year. I hope so. I'm all serious from here, this point on. We could be so lucky. <laughs> so in 19... So what's the next step for Amy? Because she has really turned things around. In 1993, after returning home from a vacation at 14 Standish Street, a Harvard Medical School professor and physician at Children's Hospital Boston had a package waiting for him. The package, a standard white cardboard box with six 29-cent stamps that weren't canceled out by the Postal Service. Dr. Rosenberg, his spidey sense, was fucking going off about this package. And with the Unabomber active around this time, he wasn't about to fuck around and find out. So Rosenberg 
carefully cut the tape around the edge and peeked inside. That kind of sounds like here? fucking around and finding out. No, because he's just peeking. I'm be- oh, just, just going to open yeah, this he's bomb. Just, he's just like, slightly. he's just like this. I'm just rubbing his. Rubbing I'm just his stepping on, on the landmine. It's stepping off of it that's dangerous. <laughs> no, it's just like a little, <laughs> just like a little. Oh, whoop. Go ahead. Sniff, What's in there? Sniff that anthrax. Oh. Yeah, get it, oh yeah, get it all up in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rosenberg, he looks in there. What did you see? Two pipes, six inches long. His own little glory hole. Starts sucking Rosenberg. <laughs> Dr. Rose also saw wires. So he carefully shut the box, got his wife, left the area, and called the police. The bomb squad was able to determine this bomb was made to blow when the box was pulled open. The Unabomber had two bombs go off this year. Was it him or was it Amy and James? And were they just taking a page from the Unabomber's cookbook? Luckily for Rosenberg, he attended a letter bomb seminar and was able to identify the suspicious package. They had letter bomb seminars? At this time, yes. I mean, the Unabomber. Right, I knew. He was a really smart dude. I didn't know he was... weird, but... Making seminars and shit. Oh, they had to. I mean... How to know if grandma's gift is going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So, after the incident, Amy and James are questioned in the Unabomber-esque events. I'm the Unabomber! Did you ever hear that song? No. (laughs) I don't remember who... As by, but I, I don't think it's a it real song. It pretty much song. just goes like that. I, yeah. I'm the Unabomber. I'm the fucking Unabomber. This wasn't a song, was it? You? No, it was a you song. You just kind of you've been saying this in the mirror for the last few days. I don't know. It was a song. I just don't remember. Yeah, who sang it, or when, or how, or what the <laughs> lyrics were, or where to find it. So apparently, a witness <laughs> said that prior to the Bosch bombing, James had said he wanted to. Stab, shoot, or strangle Rosenberg. A man of many talents. He hasn't landed on one yet. I like that about him. Right. He wants to keep his options open. Right. I respect that. But at the same time, be decisive, James. You want to know beforehand how you're going to do it. It's okay to play around with the idea, but when you make the the decision, you're doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) James denied all that, saying, I wouldn't know the guy if... Hold on. Hmm. I wouldn't know if the guy, if he walked into a bar. And allegedly this tip came into a tip line. And the validity of the witness was never ascertained. You can't trust tip lines. I don't know (laughs) how to make bombs. Or how to strangle. Did you call it? Stabbing? I can't stab. (laughs) So what was the connection? Well, Dr. Rosenberg was Amy's supervisor at a children's hospital neurobiology lab. Apparently, Amy was upset about receiving negative evaluations from Rosenberg, and Amy even resigned from her position. From witness statements, it is said Amy was, quote, on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Hey, uh, Doc, get you for a second. Listen, um, I'm having a problem with the shotgun. Can you come over and help me out with it? <laughs> I need help unloading it. <laughs> <laughs> if this was Amy and James, then they were smart enough to cover the tracks. The police didn't have much evidence, definitely not enough to obtain a search warrant. Amy and James refused to let them search their home, refused to polygraph, polygraph and without a search warrant the police were at a standstill almost a decade after the bomb incident a scene where assaults and drunks and disorderly contacts are common that's right amy's getting some fucking pancakes in 2002 at the international house of pancakes i was talking about waffle house that's what i had framed in my mind but I'm sure IHOP can get fucking trashy, too. Oh, I can. So, <laughs> you've seen. <laughs> yeah, I've been a part of it. 
Oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah. I missed all that fun. Every time I go to IHOP, it's just shitty ass food. So <laughs> the trick is was... to take your pants off before you come in. Things are really good on Hill from there. Oh, see, I've been yeah. doing it after I come right. in. Right. Right. And most people, that's the mistake they make. Oh, damn. So, all right. Take your pants off before some, you go to IHOP. Eat some pancakes. All right. And then eat pancakes. <laughs> I don't really care for pancakes. Well, you don't need to care for They're pancakes. They're just too flat. You're at IHOP. They're not real pancakes anyway. Yeah, you're right. Probably 80% of their food is It's not wheat bread real. with syrup on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 2002, at the International House of Pancakes, and what was supposed to be a nice breakfast with their four kids, because she now has four kids at this point. Of course she does. And so we kind of jumped ahead a little bit. Yeah, she does. Shit turned sideways. Amy was in, was unable to get a booster seat. Amy found the woman, Michelle Gajika. 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 Get to the Jika. The name's spelled G-J-I-K. What, how, do you, how would you pronounce that? I'm guessing the G is silent, so Jika. No, it's not. No. No. Why would it be silent? <laughs> I think it's Gajika. At the DMV, they call her name, and it's just guttural sounds. Miss... <laughs> your, your tag is ready. I really think it's Austrian. Gajika, get to the chopper. Should we call the governor and see how he pronounces that name? Let's oh, see fuck what happens. yeah. So... How did you get this number? <laughs> Amy bum-rushed punch her in the fucking head. Oh, shit. And going all Karen-like, saying, quote, I'm Amy Bishop. Bitch, no one gives a fuck. Did she announce her name like I'm that? Sorry, that she said, I'm sorry, she said, I'm Dr. Amy Bishop. I went to Harvard back when that <laughs> meant something. I'm a geneticist. I shot my brother. <laughs> And I liked him. So she's trying to put herself up on a pedestal here. But no one gives a fuck. You're an IHOP. Tag what Dr. Bishop should have said is, Bitch, I'm shotgun Amy. And I'm motherfucking kill you. Something you learn quick in this world is the people that eat at IHOP only respect strength. Okay? That's the only thing they yeah. care about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if somebody comes up to me, whether I'm an IHOP or not, and they're like, I'm doctor, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, man. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> but now if they came up to me and were like, I'm shotgun Sarah. I'm like, oh, fuck. What do you want from me? <laughs> do you want me to eat your ass? I, I'll do it. I don't care if you just took a shit. I just know you ain't fucking around. They call me Big Dick Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dick Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. It's a common misconception. I, I, I don't have a big dick. I, I killed a man with my dick named Big. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good what, a moniker to have, though. Yeah. yeah. It sounds you know? good. Yeah. Yeah. I usually just tell everybody... Call me Small Dick Ryan. That way no one's disappointed. <laughs> right, right. Have you them know? manage their expectations early. Yeah, in fact, when they're like, you do have a small dick, I'm like, I fucking told you. I'm not a liar. Yeah. I thought you were just joking around. I can't no, do I like fucking a told man. You. <laughs> so for this little white trash event, Amy was charged with assault, battery, and disorderly contact. Amy received probation. And was recommended to attend anger management classes. Yeah, that'd probably be good. <laughs> she needed to go. Yeah, I think that'd be helpful. However, it is said, Amy never went to any anger management classes. Mm -hmm. yeah, Writings on the wall. <laughs> Amy has been known to go full Karen on multiple occasions. In fact, before moving a year later to Huntsville, Alabama, Karen regularly went to... Amy regularly went full Karen mode in her neighborhood, calling the police on her neighbors for playing music, which came from a boombox, on kids playing basketball, 
she even harassed the ice cream truck guy. Oh yeah, he pisses me off. You get out <laughs> right, of here. He's always with driving your down the street. Delicious treats and your <laughs> child loved theme songs. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> get those fudge pops, those bomb pops out of here. I'll take a dilly bar and some peace and fucking quiet. You get out of my neighborhood. You got Bill. Nah, nah, give me, give me them, them fudge pops down here. <laughs> get, get, get the pops and the pops and they got the pudding in the pops and the pops and the pudding and you the get pudding. to put the pudding pops in your mouth and you suck on the pudding pop. We just lost five people. Five people just shut this off. <laughs> it puts the pudding in the pop. <laughs> I feel like Bill Crosby should have done jazz. <laughs> you got the pudding pops. Skid up, skid up, skid up, skid up. Don't drink that. Skid up, skid up. <laughs> so he, she, harassed the ice cream truck guy until he finally peddled his ice cream cones elsewhere. Down neighbors loved her. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> so when she was moving, once the moving truck had everything loaded up and it was driving out of there, the fucking neighbors are all watching this out in the streets. They cheering. <laughs> Right. Think of flash mob, <laughs> flash party. block party. Yeah. These fuckers cracking beers, music uh, everywhere. Yeah. They are partying. You got pizza, titties are out. Ice cream machine's back. Dude's oh, dude, the ice blaring. cream dude is like, he's blaring like, the Barney theme song. This bitch is yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> they seriously had an impromptu block party. Block party. That's once awesome. she left. Yep. Yeah. That's how bad she was. She sounded pretty bad. She may have been the original Karen that all the others model themselves after. She is. Yeah. She is. Yep. Keep that in mind every time you ask to see a manager. You and Chuck and Amy have something in common. Yep. Yep. And remember that. Like he said, remember that. Whenever you meet an Amy, she is actually a Karen. 100% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> so down in Huntsville, Amy continued her path as an educator. She got a position as an assistant professor teaching five courses at the University of Alabama in the Department of Biological Sciences. From what I gathered, the career was, the move was career-motivated. Her last job, she was surrounded by colleagues with degrees from prestigious schools. And the only thing that apparently stood out about Amy was her odd behavior. At the University mm -hmm. of Alabama, however, she could recreate herself and with her credentials from these prestigious schools like Harvard and shit, she could shine like a fucking diamond. Yeah. yeah. In a school where they're like, how many tractors does it take to grow a potato? <laughs> Amy's over here like, I went to Harvard. It takes two tractors. <laughs> <laughs> and and when the professor, I professor, I for professor Jebediah, you coming over the party tonight? Your cousin Sherry Lynn's gonna be there if you wanna fuck her again. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Alabama, we love you. But I mean, come on. But not as much as your sister does. <laughs> <laughs> so, to further shine like a diamond, in 2007, after, and this is how I envision it, after many nights in the basement injecting glowing green serum into dead cats, Amy and James finally had it. What do they have? Well, Amy worked in neural diseases and Alzheimer's, but she couldn't keep the brain cells alive long enough for proper research. She needed a contraption to solve that problem, and her and James just made that fucking contraption. Break it down for me. So they took the creation. It was called the INQ, okay. a portable cell incubator. To a, Oh, you want me to break... Down the INQ? You don't gotta do that. Just tell me what their contraption was. Okay, so the INQ. It was a portable cell incubator. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. what this did, the INQ, it let researchers put cells in place like the human body. So the cells aren't in the human body, right? And it let it stay at a steady temperature with a set amount of humidity. So it let the, ce the cells stay alive at the right science. 
sciencey things. So they invented. I told you I wasn't a scientist before. Yeah. So they invented a cigar lounge. Yeah, with yeah, a yeah. Pretty much. Door. But uh, okay. They just took an incubator, right? Right. And they made it so much better, right? Okay. Now with this, it must have been a good incubator, though, because they won that technology competition, coming in third and won, winning twenty five thousand dollars. Ooh. Mm, fuck that's yeah, that's good. That can get you a lot of cocaine. That's a lot. That's good, Amy. How many fudge pops can you buy with that? <laughs> she can't buy none because the ice cream guy doesn't come down. <laughs> He's gone. So I think it's safe to say she's a smart bitch. And James mm. is a smart bitch too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amy even dabbled in writing. Though none of her books were published, she was still a writer, damn it. One book called Amazon Fever, which is, I believe, has to do with me. Could be, or it could be <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> this is the great thing about Amazon Fever, which we can totally relate to. It's about a woman, scientist, working to end a pandemic virus, kind of fitting for today. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you're saying... She could see into the future. If she was still alive today, she'd be curing COVID? She's still alive. Oh. She's just in fucking well, jail. <laughs> Well, that's a terrible ending. <laughs> so the woman in the book was also struggling from suicidal thoughts from the stress of not earning tenure. Her first book, The Diary of Abigail White, was a somewhat familiar story where nine-year Abigail is haunted by a secret. That secret, she murdered a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> was it her brother? Uh, I, I didn't read the book. I don't know where to find it. It's probably not published. You probably can't find it. It's not published. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, from what I, everything that I said, it was just a, or read it, it was just a young boy. It didn't yeah. say it was a brother. But I think we can put two and two together here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. So here's a little piece from a third book titled Eastern Boston, which is about a Harvard researcher named Beth, who is depressed about her career. Beth is asked what she is bringing to the potluck, which is hosted by her boss. Beth says, A gun, death, and destruction. Hell on earth. Horror. Yikes. Are you going to add salt to that? (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to bring a dessert? (laughs) Pretty much in her book from what I tell. Well, she's bringing... To the spot luck is she's going to murder them all. Yeah, sure. As you do. <laughs> Who among us hasn't been out of potluck thinking, if I had a couple hand grenades? <laughs> <laughs> so in March 2009, Amy was denied tenure. And I don't know, but I think it's a good guess to say this book was probably written around that time. Mm. Is there any potlucks upcoming? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Amy appealed the denial of tenure but the decision stood and it was looking like amy's teaching contract would not be renewed after march 2010 i think part of it was from multiple students making complaints about dr bishop on multiple occasions saying she was quote ineffective in the classroom and had odd unsettling ways unquote in addition a few colleagues of amy's reported concerns about her describing her as crazy (laughs) out of touch with the reality and so on maybe a little homicidal she keeps asking to start a potluck. <laughs> she keeps saying, I will bring death and destruction and horror. Meanwhile, poor Beth down the road is just like, I was going to bring a casserole. On February 12th, 2010, it was a day like any other at University of Alabama. Classes were going on. Students were studying, smoking weed, playing frisbee golf, and fucking all at the same time. Not necessarily, not necessarily in that order. Amy herself taught an anatomy and neurosciences class after she went to the biology department faculty meeting. It was supposed to be a routine meeting with about 12 people sitting elbow to elbow around an oval conference table. But on this day, what happened in the meeting on the third floor in room 369R would prove to be anything but routine. Or ordinary, and would forever change the lives of everyone involved. 
did you did you walk me into a school shooting story? Is that what you did to me? I did. I've been making jokes this, this whole time, time. Okay. This time, it's not about kids shooting. Okay. It's about the parents. Or I mean, not the parents. It's about the teachers that they want to arm. Well, that's not a Who causes the shooting. Well, that's not a whole lot better. So you know that whole argument? Arm the teachers. Yeah, sure. This is what happens when you arm the teachers. Well, she was a big proponent of that argument. <laughs> <laughs> so the meeting went on for about 40 minutes. It was almost 4 p.m. when Amy, the 45-year-old assistant professor who had been sitting there quietly and patiently, stood up, pulled a Ruger P95 9mm handgun from her purse, and began shooting. First ones closest to her. Bang! Shooting at each, working her way down the fucking conference table. First, she turned the gun on Gopi Padilla, the department chair, and shot him. Next, she shot Stephanie Monticciolo. Amy then shot Adriel Johnson. Three people were already shot when the people on the farther sides of the table started ducking for cover. She continued her executions. She fired many rounds, shooting five people. Then Amy zeroed in on Professor Maria Davis, still seated at the table. Amy shot her. The mad woman was firing away at her apparent foes who did her wrong. She shot Joseph Lee in the head as he was trying to duck for cover. Amy noticed Deborah Moriarty next was looking right at Amy when she shot Maria. Deborah was a biochemistry professor. She dove under the table, but found herself staring down the barrel of the handgun. Her life probably flashing before her eyes. Her loved ones. Fond memories. Things she wished she had done. Dicks she wished she would have sucked. Everything. <laughs> the, the look in your this, eyes. This is the only... The look on my face, this, too. This was only ten years ago. What? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I why can't did be you, so serious. Why did you walk so me into this story? <laughs> I, feel, I feel betrayed. All right. What happened it's to, educational. What happened to Deborah? Did she why teachers it? shouldn't be armed? What happened to Deborah? Did she make it? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I leaving you on a cliffhanger? You kind of are. Is Deborah okay? Because her loved ones are still alive and possibly <laughs> listening to this podcast. Hmm. I mean, a lot of these people's love arms are probably alive. Probably yeah. not listening to this podcast, though. God, I hope not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you should have seen the look on his face. Would you like to know more? I would really like to know more. <laughs> yeah. So Moriarty grabbed Amy's leg and pleaded with her, saying, Stop! Amy, stop! Don't do this. I've helped you before. I'll help you again. Think about your daughter. Please snap out of this. Amy like with the others, pulled that trigger. You son of a bitch. Click. Oh, okay. Click. She was out of bullets. Nice. Was it a misfire? We don't know, but Amy was angry. She was not done yet. Do you think this, she was dead, didn't she? Do you think this was an accident? What? The shootings. Do you think it was an accident? What do you mean, do I think it's an accident? Like, oops, I tripped and yeah. shot you all? Like I... Walked down the stairs for help from my brother and accidentally shot him. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, it's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar situation. The only difference is she didn't have to pump it every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this point, the survivors, led by Deborah, seized an opportunity, pushed Amy out of the room, blocked the door. Amy, out in the hall, was still trying to sh was still trying to shoot Deborah. Click, click, click. Thankfully, the gun was still jammed. The people in the room, surrounded by blood and mayhem, continued to barricade the door and called 911. And I think, if we look back at this, subjectively, objectively, I think we can all thank and appreciate Amy Bishop for teaching us how to respond to an active shooter in the school. Barricade the door. Call 911. Thanks, Amy. You're a hero. I hope she's using a Ruger.
<laughs> Notorious for jamming. Nah, Amy. Amy's a piece of shit. Big so piece Amy. of shit. Huh? It's a big piece of shit. Yeah, I thought you said I was. No, well. Which is a not a lie. Yeah. But no, no. So Amy, I think she realized her rampage was over. She took off ditching her gun and bloody jacket in the bathroom on the second floor and called her husband to pick her up. James, I'm done. Come pick me up. I'm Dr. Amy Bishop. James, pick me up. I can't find the keys. I made a cake, and I think they're in it. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, uh, can you wait on a bit? I'm reading a research paper uh, and watching Star Trek at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So, Amy made her way outside, waiting for James. But it wasn't James who came and picked her up. It was the police. And they quickly slapped the cuffs on her wacko ass. The three co-workers Amy managed to kill on that tragic day were Gopi Padilla. Maria Davis, Adriel Johnson. Of the three wounded, two were seriously wounded. A shot to the head left Monticello blind in her left eye. Lee would need a feeding tube. And I know I'm definitely not doing these people justice, and I don't mean to disrespect them, because I'm 98% sure I mispronounced every one of their names, except for Adriel Johnson. Or I got Adriel Johnson's names... The most Wrong. incorrect. And yeah. the rest of them might do. Right. right. There is no in between. So she's on death row, right? <clears throat> Just well, waiting that date. You would think so. But during the arrest, Amy said, quote, It didn't happen. There's no way. There's no way. They're, they're still alive. I think you can take what she said in two ways. One way, that she didn't believe that all that shit happened. The second, which is what I think, after Amy found out some survived, surprised she didn't kill them all, one sentence, there's no way they're still alive. For insanity, the minute the police picked her up, like, it didn't happen. I didn't do that. Like, aiming for some kind of mental health plea. Do I think she was personally going? Yeah. Like, if, like this is a ploy? No. Or if she actually had some type of... I think she was going to... She thought she was going to get out of there. I mean, she called yeah. her husband for a ride, so she definitely did. And of all the mass shooters, none of them think they're getting out. I, I don't know. I just don't think she. I don't think she was. Thought she was going to get caught. She was just so full of herself. I'm a doctor. And so privileged. Yeah, I'm a doctor. I got out of this yeah. once. Yeah, so privileged and so entitled hmm. that she thought that. Kind of like Jody Arias, if you listen hmm. to on her yeah. story. Yeah. Like she thought the whole entire time. I don't know. Like a jury of my peers would see. Why I was the victim. Maybe Amy should have showed the courtroom her butthole like Jodius did. <laughs> or done the, the limp dick strategy that our good old Russian friend tried. <laughs> so during the interrogation, Amy claimed it wasn't her and that she was never there. But there were still nine witnesses from the meeting that would say otherwise. Probably a little bit. Because she killed three, probably wounded three. DNA evidence. There's still too. nine left. Yeah. Yeah. DNA evidence? There's probably a little bit of DNA evidence. It's probably... Oh, yeah. Witness testimony is probably... Yep. There's a lot of things, man. They're lying. I was never there. I, I mean, she ditched her sick. gun and her jacket. Second floor bathroom. I was in the bathroom. It's like, they definitely <laughs> wouldn't check that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she said she wasn't there. However... She taught class that day. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things linking there. Like a hundred students that saw her teach class. For being a doctor and a neural, a fucking genesis, she's pretty fucking stupid. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Amy was charged with one count of capital murder and three counts of attempted murder. I don't know why it was just one count of capital murder because she killed three people. That's all. I don't know. But her lawyer, like most defense lawyers in similar cases, will still try for insanity. He himself even called her a wacko. Like when describing her and talking about his own client. He called her a wacko? He was like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, that fucking bitch. wacko. <laughs> and then later he released a public statement saying, I apologize, I didn't mean to call her a wacko. But this is really what he felt about her. Huh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so Amy pleaded not guilty 
by reason of insanity, but later changed her plea to guilty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Her supposed accidental shooting of her brother came under scrutiny in more eyes. Officials near that case began speaking out. The district attorney at the time, a William Hunt, made a stunt, made a statement explaining they had nothing to prosecute Amy on back then because the police did not provide them with the evidence, crime scene photos, and reports. Get this. In one of the photos taken in Amy's room, you can see an article about the killing of actor Patrick Duffy's parents. How did that killing go? The killing involved a shotgun and a trip to the car dealership to snag a getaway vehicle. Are you serious? (laughs) Wow. Yep. Wow. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah. That's why I'm pretty sure. I hadn't read it yet. That's what she said. I haven't read it yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's there. I mean, okay, okay, okay. So you got all this. And the police chief is the one who tells his investigators, his policemen, hey, it's an accident. Yeah. This it's is, this is a good family. It's yeah, it's close. Yeah. What do you draw your conclusion on here? You banging her or the mom? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Both of them probably. Yeah. This is how Pornhub's yeah. done it. He's getting banged here. Come on, Captain. <laughs> you should be open about it. I'm just after him. <laughs> so on June 16, 2010, Amy Bishop was indicted finally on her brother's murder. Hmm. Two days later, Amy slashed her wrist in a suicide attempt. In the Huntsville jail. A little too bad she didn't do that before the murders, huh? <laughs> like, maybe just do that part first. It was coming. Yeah. It was yeah. bound to happen. Yeah. Obviously, she she survived. Um, on September 24, 2012, Amy Bishop was sentenced to life in prison without the positive possibility of parole. Amy Bishop is currently being held for the remainder of her life at Julia Tutwiler a medium security prison in Wetumpka, Alabama. This year, her security classification has changed, and instead of residing in a cell block, she now lives in a dormitory where she can further annoy all the other inmates with her Karen-like bullshit. If you listen closely, you can almost hear from here, I'm Dr. Amy Bishop. Stop stabbing me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a doctor. You can't just shank me like... Guard! (laughs) Do you know who I am? I worked at Harvard Boston. (laughs) Woo! So that was a fun one. That was fucked up. (laughs) I I mean, it was... I enjoyed the story. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't wasn't ready where we were heading. I'll tell you what I thought. Yeah. Killed her brother, right? But had an argument with her father before she did it. So I was thinking, you know, shocking Amy down the road, comes back, finishes off her parents. Don't ask me why. That was a happier ending than the school shooting. Nope. <laughs> but but it was in my mind. Amy's got a shotgun. <laughs> Amy's got what would daddy do? Probably let Police chief bang his wife, right? Oh, dude, I'm right? pretty sure she yeah. was sucking his dick. Yeah. That's the only thing I can explain it. Yeah. So I think we all know someone like Shotgun Amy. Me, maybe he or she hasn't gone on a shooting rampage yet. Or first, or fist fight over a booster chair in IHOP. Well, we all know or have met that privileged, self-entitled asshole. As always, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So as always, <laughs> this is a good way to go into saying, hey, rate us on yeah. Apple Podcasts with me yelling at yeah. all our listeners. Yeah. You Why mi- do you let me do this? You micro dick peasants. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be the sensible one here. <laughs> oh, God. Is that my role? I'm the voice of reason? Know. I'm clearly the bipolar one who's like, so on this day, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, then he fucking, then he would have fucking cut off her skin and was wearing it around. Like, dude, that's so much fun, right? <laughs> so, go on Apple Podcast, give us a fucking rating. I don't know. Obviously, five stars. But after this, I'd, I'd understand four. I'd understand. Yeah, four is cool. <laughs> and, I mean, say something like, uh, 
Oh, Zack. I wish you'd suck me off like Judith sucked off the police chief. Or whatever. Yeah. And tell us where you heard us from, you know, if a Facebook ad or maybe the town crier. Give you a little heads up on who we were. And if you want to be even extra fucking cool, support us even further. So Zach's not talking to an acorn tied to a stick. Go to patreon.com forward slash wrecking for a murder. There's a couple tiers there. You can get access to ad free shit because eventually we will add ads. Like I said, I like sucking dick on Boulevard and Forth, but I don't want to have to. I want it to be a choice. Um, again, or just listen, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Tell a friend. If you get oh, yeah, any. yeah. Tell a friend. Grab their phone. Yeah. Subscribe. Follow us. Yeah. Make and them when follow they us. ask you, what are you doing with my phone? Take it as disrespect. Show them yep. those hands. Show them those hands. Put earbuds in their ears. Tape them up. Force them to listen to the show over and over and over and over again. Or ask them politely if they'd like to learn a little bit more about this show. Yeah. I mean, I'll the choice is your, yours. Leave it to your judgment. They're your friend. Be nice to them. Know your limits. Know your boundaries, what you can do, what you should do. Some friends like to be mistreated, but not most, mostly, most people don't. So thanks again for joining us on Wrecking for a Murder. And I think it's important. If you're out at the park and there's a group of people having a cookout, playing music, having a good time, don't call the cops. Zach, don't do it. Karen, don't do it. Don't call the cops for no reason. Don't harass them. Maybe if you're contemplating, because you're that miserable, wander on over there. Offer your fellow humans a peace offering, like a joint, some hits of acid, or just a friendly conversation. None of that is in your bag, and it still irks you that people are having a good time. Turn the fuck around, mind your business. Because let's, I mean, let's be honest, we all gotta live together. We gotta be together. We're on this flat earth by ourselves together. This perfectly flat earth. Yes, and we gotta coexist. Right. We gotta call it home. We gotta love each other. Right. We gotta suck each other off like Judas and the cop. Sure. We gotta suck ourselves off sometimes. I don't know. If we can. If we can. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for joining us. That's Zach. I'm Ryan LaFever. This is Wrecking for Murder. And uh, until next time, Bonjour Bino! Mm.